0: Any news today, Tito, at all? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Rosie. <laughs> That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and
1: we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup.
0: Catch it, Rosie!
1: Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus.
0: Junus, the 01. Swung on this one, tip pretty well toward the right. Olivares on the run into the corner, reaches out, ball banks off the wall, ricochets back toward right. He's down on the seat of his pants. Hitting third is Rosario. He is going to come home. He's got an inside the park home run standing. How about that? Ahmed Rosario with an inside the park home run down the right field line. Going into the corner was Olivares. He couldn't make the catch. The ball ricocheted off the wall back towards straightaway right, and then Olivares fell down. And then there was no chance to get Ahmed Rosario, and the Indians lead 1-0 on the the inside-the-park home run. What a way to get the night started for Ahmed Rosario. The Tribe shortstop with that inside-the-park home run Just the beginning of what turned out to be a five-hit, two-home-run game for Rosario, a rarity in baseball and certainly in Indians history. Not many have done that before. Welcome in another edition of the Rosie Report. Regular season roundup, this is episode number 79 Jim Rosenhouse along with you this morning from Kansas City, where the Indians win the opener of the series on Tuesday night by a 7-2 to final score. Good pitching from Zach Please, Zach with seven scoreless innings. We'll hear from Zach in just a moment, also acting manager DeMarlo Hale. And at the tail end of our podcast today, Austin Hedges, Indians catcher, who talked about it. Before the game last night, we had a chance to visit with Austin, and he talked about Plesak's keys and focusing on the fastball. And after the game, Zach said that, indeed, proved to be a big difference maker for him.
2: We just, it was fastball command all night, you know. Um, We executed the fastball. And so that opened everything up for the off-speed. I mean, I think just from my past starts, I wasn't doing as well of a job commanding the fastball. And that's what I did really good tonight. and that helps, Zach. you threw um you didn't throw as many sliders or
1: curveballs tonight. you talk about fastball command and before the game, DeMarlo kind of said he wanted to see where your where your change up was at and your heater, and that's what it would tell him what kind of made you kind of go back to maybe your old style of pitching a little bit?
2: yeah, I mean it's hot, it's sticky, humid, like it's hard to grip the slider sometimes, you know I'm not going to lie, it's just nothing to grip onto it's. And I sweat a lot, man. So it's like I'm grabbing the rosin and that stuff even just gets slippier, you know, and eventually you'll get a good ball. But um, sometimes it's just hard to throw it. So I had to find the feel with the heater right away. You know, I started the game at like 90, I think my low 91. And I was really just making sure like I wasn't trying to throw it hard and beat anyone yet. I had to just execute spots, you know, and locate. So once I found the uh, the rhythm and tempo of being in the zone, I – started clicking up my, my heater, and then started playing up, and then, um, you know, made some off-speed pitches late, early in the count. Um, I got some good quick outs double plays, but, uh, yeah, I think the fastball just was the pitch. Tonight.
1: You know, we can look at the entire game that you had, but how big was it to get Nicky Lopez on that 3-6-3 double play in the first inning? You'd given up the single. You got behind 3-0. Um, for me, that's just a moment that just stands out, and then you kind of rolled from there. How
2: big was that for you? No, I mean, it was huge. It was,
1: I feel like, um,
2: you know, just weeks prior leading up to this past, you know, week or two, that ball would have gotten through, you know, and things wouldn't have played out how I wanted it to. I think we're just, you know, we saved the course, man. It's, it's an it's a up-and-down long year. You just try to stay at your best, and I think, you know, in those situations, um, you know, after a good piece of hitting out of Merrifield, I think, you know, it was important to make a pitch. I couldn't let this guy get on and momentum start rolling. So, for them, um, you know, made a great play, Bobby, and we we rolled two. So, yeah, it was huge.
1: How impressed are you by Ahmed Rosario? I think he's uh, five hits inside the park, out, outside the park, home runs. Just how much have you enjoyed playing with him and watching his athletic ability take over?
2: Man, uh, it, it's – um, he's been, like, even from spring training, just to see his journey and to see where he's come to and just to see how he's become the player he is today, you know, on our team at this part of the season. He's our he's our guy, you know. So, you know, him and Hosey on the left side, it's just seeing him turn into who he is now. He's the hottest hitter, I think, in our league, you know. He's just on fire. He's always putting up a good at-bat. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's playing really well. It's fun to watch right now, absolutely.
1: Jack, when when you have... Uh you know, good numbers against a team like you do against Kansas City? How, how you know, how does that help your confidence?
2: Yeah, you know, I think it just comes down to the game plan. I, You know, I've pitched against these guys. I know pitches that I've given up against certain hitters like Dozier and, um, you know, the big, big boppers who are in Soler was there, but Merrifield, Ben and seeing those guys that's been training and just the scouting report, I know they're going to, have their scanner report on me and be sitting off speed, you know, and just making sure we just keep them honest with the heater, you know, and just going in and execute. I think it's part of the game plan. Hedges worked, you know, worked really well tonight. He called a great game. So um shout out to Hedges. He played a great game. When you struck out those five five straight guys, was that
1: you know, were you leaning on your fastball mostly there? From
2: yeah, honestly, I didn't even know I struck out that many guys in a row. I was just kind of locked in, pitch by pitch, um, pitch by pitch, you know. I was just executing. I really didn't even know I struck that many guys in a row.
0: Also after the game, DeMarlo Hale talking about Rosario, Kyle Hudson, third base coach, another good night for him in terms of aggressively sending runners home, but also the work of Pleszak on the mound and focusing on the simple things, including the fastball change combo.
3: You know when I when I said that earlier with his fastball changeup because one is add and subtract pitch and when his changeup is down and he's getting some swings and some foul balls with it, you know I, I think hitters have to respect it because it's it's so good, you know when it's down and you know it's really a miss hit pitch, um, but then he brought his fastball back behind it um, and I think I counted one two three. Four, maybe, maybe five strikeouts on his fastball. Uh, one on his changeup. One on his slider. But I, I thought his changeup and location being down was going to help play his fastball better.
1: Damarlo, what what can you say about Rosario, especially since uh, the second half, since the All Star break, the way you know he just seems to you know multiple multiple hits every night. Well, I mean, he, he's playing
3: good. You know, he's spraying the ball around. Um, you really—it's really hard to defend him. You know, because uh, he's got speed to beat out a ball to the left side, or infield hits. You know, he stays on the ball, hit the ball the other way. Um, you know, he—he's he, just been a pro. Um, his routines, the way he's been about it, uh, the way he's been going about it. You know, his routines that he does, um, preparing himself, um, you know, it, it's good to see. But I think that's part of uh, understanding and become a, a professional. Uh, and, and he's done that uh, very well this year.
1: So Marlo, um, we mentioned the other night about Kyle Hudson with Mercado coming around and when to be aggressive, when not to be aggressive. Um, what did you think about him having straw come around him? Just what have you thought about how aggressive he's been with the guys? at the right time and right place for you guys.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's done a good job. And I, I think what's, what's tough sometimes is that, you know, when a new third base coach go over there, you know, the players got to get a sense and a feel, you know, how he's going to do things, his body language, his reaction. So, you know, I, I think players are starting to get used to him. Um, they, they know that, you know, he's aggressive when needed. And I thought that was outstanding play, um, just just kind of attack on and run and make them make a play. And with the left fielder going toward the gap, you know, he didn't give him a uh, a real strong relay throw. So um, you know, just just good instincts. But Huddy uh, is, um, you know, he's starting to kind of see the game, and I think it's starting to slow down for him over there. But more importantly, I think the players are starting to you know, get a sense how he is and his body language, and, and, and that's important.
0: Earlier in the day, we had a chance to visit with Austin Hedges, Indians catcher, and take a look back at a wild win on Sunday for the Tribe at home against the Red Sox. He homered to tie the game at the time, and when we had a chance to visit with him, he talked about uh, what a just a tremendous comeback win it was and uh, coming up big in a key spot. Austin, I know that there's certain games over the course of the year that that just seem to stand out more than others. And, and this one, you did not start, but you were ready to go when you came in. And how tough an assignment is that when when you're, I know you always want to be ready, but when you have to be called upon midway through.
4: Yeah, I think I mean it's it's almost impossible to just you know be fully ready because like it takes a you know something crazy like what happened to Wilson for you to really come into the game. Um, but, I mean, I'm trying to watch it. I mean, ideally, you're just watching the game. You know, you're cheering for your teammates, and, um, you know, you're, you're basically ready. When it, whenever your name's called on, you got to get it going. And um, a lot of times when you kind of get ambushed like that, honestly, it helps a little bit because just, you, you just get thrown into the fire, and it's time to, it's time to go.
0: I, I know you're supposed to take every at-bat the same, but it seems like you have come up with some
4: huge hits this season. Uh,
0: anything to that focus-wise when you're coming up in a big spot?
4: I mean, I I, I just want to win ball games. I just I I want to I want to help the team win, and um, you know, ideally, I'm treating every at bat the same. But you know, then you come in the come up in those big situations. um, It just matters a little bit more, and um, you know, for whatever reason, I feel like uh, I've been able to have a good approach in those situations.
0: The game-winning run scores on a a crazy interference call on a a base-running play. You ever seen that before, where where the game is decided on that type of play?
4: No, man, I, uh, that's that's the first I've seen the, to, to really decide a game. And I mean, for us in that situation, it was nice to tie the game, but we definitely want to, didn't want to go out there and play a bunch of extra innings. We've been playing some extra inning games lately, and um, I mean, that was just a big run, big clutch hit by Changer, so we could uh, so we could go on and win.
0: Stay tuned; we'll have more to come after this short break. Welcome back to the Union Home Mortgage Indians Warm Up Show. Austin Hedges joining us, Tribe Catcher, and Austin. At, the position you play, obviously there, there are dangers involved, and we saw uh, Wilson Ramos go down. As someone who plays that position, uh, what is your reaction when you see that, especially
4: knowing what it takes to, to be prepared and to play that position well? it's tough man it's tough to watch it's tough to you, you just know that it's a reality i mean i've dealt with some things this year that are you know like head injuries that are scary man like you we we, we go out there and as catchers we play a position that's it's putting your body on the line on you know on a daily basis on a pitch by pitch basis so um i mean i hate to see something you know like that happen to a, a great guy in wilson um and that's just sadly the reality of the position we play but um you know it's why uh, I feel like it's why it's a uh, it's a sought after position, and, and you'll be leaned on certainly in this series until reinforcements can
0: get here on a regular basis. Uh, do you do anything different prep wise to, to be ready to go for the game?
4: No, I mean I, I prepare every day to play whether I'm playing or not. I'm I'm preparing to to be the best that I can be. So if I, if I'm playing, I th- nothing really changes. If I'm not playing, I'm still preparing to you know come in if I if, if my name gets called upon. And this team, uh, obviously, a win
0: Sunday that uh, was come from behind, exciting. It seems like there's been a lot of those. Uh, you've been here for almost a, a full year now. Uh, what has this experience been like for you in terms of, of getting to know your teammates and feeling good about the ball club?
4: I love playing here. I love uh, you know I love the city. I love our teammates. I love the staff from from top to bottom. It's just a, it's an organization that makes you feel feel loved and welcome. And um, you know it's been an incredible year. Um, and this has been an incredible season, and you know we're at 500, and uh, we want to keep going. And uh, there's still a month left of baseball, and we have high expectations of ourselves. Zach, please, Zach, going tonight. How about the scouting report? What do we have on Zach? You know, Zach's just a great pitch executor. So you know, against a lineup like like these guys here in Kansas City, uh, he's gonna have to go execute his pitches, specifically his fastball. If his fastball is executed to both sides of the plate and up and down, um, then we can then we can use our off-speed pitches to uh, to pitch off of that. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to some good fastball execution tonight. Always
0: fun to visit with Austin Hedges, and he certainly proved to be correct. If if uh, Zach Plesac could have that good fastball command and focus on that, he'd have a good night, and he sure did a couple of hours later, pitching seven innings of shutout baseball. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks to Bart Swain, Courtbury Trip, Austin Contrullis, for all of their help on our podcast each day. We'll catch you next time. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhaus. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report.
1: This has been the Rosie Report.